Welcome to the Family Bible Journey. Do you want more good algorithms in your life? Did you know that when you subscribe to the podcast, when you follow us on Facebook and Instagram, when you like and love our posts and pages, the internet machine will find new ways to send good, encouraging content into your life? So please, subscribe, follow, like, and love away, that you can continue to be blessed and encouraged in your journey through the Bible. And as always, thanks for listening. This is episode 5, season 1 of the Family Bible Journey Old Testament podcast. Today we're looking at Genesis chapter 5. The title of today's podcast is Adam's Descendants. Our key verses for today are Genesis chapter 5, verses 1 to 3. This is the book of the generations of Adam. When God created man, he made him in the likeness of God. Male and female, he created them, and he blessed them and named them man when they were created. When Adam had lived 130 years, he followed a son in his own likeness, after his own image, and named him Seth. This is the word of the Lord. Here at the beginning of chapter 5, we see that there is a description of the state of man after the fall into sin. And it's really important. I've got this first three verses of Genesis chapter 5 highlighted in green because it's important for us to understand the state of humanity after the fall. The ESV reads as this. This is the book of the generations of Adam. When God created man, he made him in the likeness of God. Male and female, he created them, and he blessed them and named them man when they were created. When Adam had lived 130 years, he followed his son in his own likeness after his image and named him. It is very important for us to notice that Adam and Eve were created in the image and likeness of God. But when it comes to their natural born descendants, we are told that they are in the image and in the likeness of Adam. Adam, at this point in time, as a fallen creature, in other words, the image of God and the likeness of God had been lost in the fall. It was completely lost. There may be remnants of it. There may be elements of it. There is a a part of human beings that wants to do good, even though we are wired for evil. There is an aspect of us that that recognizes the value of things like beauty and truth and righteousness and integrity. But according to our nature, we are not those things anymore because the goodness, the perfection, the life, the love, everything that defines God that had been given to Adam and Eve was completely corrupted in the fall and corrupted so deeply that we're never going to fully appreciate the depth of that corruption. I love how Martin Luther describes in his Genesis commentary the state of humanity before and then after the fall. Luther, for his part, believed that before the fall into sin, that the eyesight of human beings was better than an eagle's. He said that their strength was greater than the bear's, that humanity was the apex creation in every possible way. And we cannot imagine how wonderful life would have been in that state. We celebrate things like youth and vigor and strength. Think about the Olympics. Think about how much time and energy and money and how many millions and billions of lifetimes of human beings have been spent just in the pursuit of athletic excellence. How different and how wonderful our lives would be if we all existed in that perfect athletic shape without all that work and effort and energy. That is just in one way that human beings would have been different before the fall. And as we look at the generations now of Adam, What we're going to learn is that God is faithful even though his people are not. That's one of those words of wisdom sections for those of you who are journaling with us through the Bible. God is faithful even when his people are not. And for me, that is the theme of Genesis 
It is the theme of the entire Bible. Uh, usually in my journal Bibles, as I'm writing down notes at the opening pages of each book, I'll, I'll write a summary of the book, and that's the summary for Genesis. God is faithful even when his people are not. And in this genealogy, we see that the people back then lived a lot longer than they do right now. And this is something that skeptics love to poke fun at in the Bible. There's no way they would suggest that human beings could have lived the length of life that is described in the Bible. You know, nowadays we're lucky to live 70, 80, 90, or maybe even 100 years old. Back then we are told it was hundreds of years old. But let's just take a moment and step away from the world as we know it today, which is in a much fallen and much corrupted state, and go back to the time of Adam and even the time before the flood. There would not have been near as many genetic issues or errors in the human genome as there is now. There would be less cancer. There would be less heart disease. There would be a lot less of a lot of things that take away our joy. There would be a lot less diabetes. You know, these things that are just part and parcel of being a human being now, many of them did not even exist back then. And so I would say that the quality of the genetic material in human beings was much better back then because it hadn't been corrupted by generation after generation and generation of degradation and sin. Something that I've had to struggle with throughout my life is allergies and asthma. You can probably hear it on some of my podcasts sometimes. I try to record these things and it just feels like I got a, a, a cement mixer truck right in the middle of my sinuses. And that is just something that is a fact of life that I have to live with. I can remember as a kid, especially in middle school, being awake for hours because I just couldn't breathe. And it, it, was, it seemed like there was nothing I could do and it wasn't until you know, I had inhalers and other help that I was able to breathe and rest easy. But I know what it feels like to be a fish out of water because I have had hours of my life where I just couldn't breathe. And it is absolutely miserable. You cannot relax. It, it really stinks. And I don't believe that the people in these genealogies had those sorts of issues. They hadn't yet crept into the human condition, at least the physical side of our life. And there are a lot of ways too that the degradation of death and sin has also changed the world that we live in. We can we can measure with scientific instruments the fact that the magnetic sphere around the earth, which separates us and, and shields us from much of the sun's radiation and a lot of the radiation from space, that it is weakening over time. And so if the earth had a stronger magnetic field back then, even more of the harmful rays from space would have been filtered out and not affected human beings. There, there was a study done by researchers at Ohio State University where they looked at the amount of O2 or, or breathable oxygen in the atmosphere over time. And what they discovered was that there was a, an epoch or a time in the world's history where oxygen levels measured as much as 30% of the composition of the atmosphere. Right now, breathable oxygen is only about 22% of the breathable oxygen in the air. Imagine how much easier life would have been if we were breathing air that had more oxygen in it. It would be easier to relax. It'd be easier to work. It'd be easier to do everything. Our bodies wouldn't be struggling as much. They wouldn't be working as hard. And that would have led to a higher quality of life. And we, we can't even imagine how different life was back then. So for us to take the limitations and the disabilities and the degradation that we see today and try to apply it on people back then, I would say that is foolishness and it is nonsense. And it gives us as Christians good reason to believe that these people actually lived a lot longer lives than what we do now, especially when it comes to the time before the flood. And this genealogy of Adam, as it traces itself all the way to the time of Noah, what it shows is it shows that the line of faith, the family of God, continued and endured 
even though the descendants of Cain were, were raising all sorts of hell all over earth, and, and, and they were a danger to themselves and society, that God's people are continuing to endure by faith, and that this promise of salvation, this promise of life, this promise of love is being handed down generation to generation faithfully, even as the world is getting so bad and humanity's descent into immorality is getting so bad that God is going to have to clean the slate, and he's going to have to wipe the slate clean here in the coming chapters. And when we in our podcast are looking at the genealogies, that's one of the things that really intimidates people about reading through the Bible. You know, we read all these names that we can't even pronounce that don't mean a thing to us. We're going to use those opportunities during the podcast to talk about what it means to be a part of the family of God. Because even though these names mean nothing to us, they meant everything to God. These are people who are loved by God and redeemed by God. And even though we may not know them or know those stories now, I do believe that when we get to be in God's glory, we're going to get to know them. We're going to get to hear their stories. And that is going to be an awesome encouragement for us. And so if if that's something that has kept you from reading the Bible, those genealogies, I want to encourage you that we're going to go through it. And as we do, we're going to find God's love for us as his people in those genealogies because God uses these people, most of whose names have been lost to history and are not recorded for us in the pages of Holy Scriptures. He has used these people to accomplish his purposes because he is faithful even when we are not. And one of the names before we conclude this podcast I want to point out to you is this man named Enoch who lived a perfect life, 365 years. That's one year of life for every day in the year. And we are told that he was not because God took him. Now, we don't know what that means other than it means that he did not die a natural death. And we're going to revisit this in much later in our podcast because there's going to be one other human being who is not going to die a natural death. And I believe that these two human beings are going to play an important part in God's plan when it comes to revealing the end of time and the end of ages at the very end of the Bible. And so Enoch uh, is is this this tantalizing and this intriguing character that we don't know hardly anything about other than he did not die a natural death. Even though we are told in Holy Scripture, it is appointed for man once to die. How is this going to be reconciled? Well, you're going to have to listen to a lot more podcasts and wait for it because it's something that I find very fascinating and something that I find really cool. But can't give everything all at once. We're just in the first week of the podcast, friends. We're just beginning this journey through the Bible. And so I hope and I pray uh, that it is worth your waiting and listening to because it is fascinating to see how God is going to use Enoch and others and indeed all of the people who are recorded for us here in this genealogy to accomplish his purpose, even though humanity is sliding straight down into hell and, 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 and becoming a complete waste of God's time, which is really, really sad. And as bad as we think that we have it now, it isn't near as bad as it was back then. Because this man named Noah is going to accomplish God's purpose by being a part of that purification in the flood. That is going to be one of the dominant metaphors that we are going to see playing itself out through the Holy Scriptures. For all of you paper people listening, and I expect there are a few of you out there, especially since we are journaling our way through the Bible, If you would like to snail mail a letter or send a contribution, you can find our contact info, including our mailing address, at familybiblejourney.com. So we conclude our podcast looking forward to the story of Noah and the flood with our blessing. May you find your place among God's chosen saints, knowing that God is faithful even when we are not. Amen.